Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash, they lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it has to the tell, dungeons and debacles starts now. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Kevin. Going around the table, Hannah. I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Talia the Human Rogue. And Blake. Hi, I'm Blake, and I'll be playing the Eldritch Knight slash Wizard Dragonborn, Juliet. And Oliver. I'm Oliver, like he said, and in order to find out who I am, you will have to watch three whole previous episodes. That is how that works. Well, I'd be listening because that's how podcasts work. Shut up. <laughs> and uh, now with a brand new spanking, uh, great sounding mic is John. Hey, dude. I'm playing a Lunadas, Elven Monk. And I was going to brag about my mic. Man, God. Go for it because I think uh, if you are out there in podcasting land and you don't have a lot of money to spend... Uh, we are not running an advertisement for this. Neither are we endorsed or sponsored by them. But uh, if they hear this podcast and would like to sponsor us, uh, they surely can. Uh, tell us about your mic, John. Yeah, it's a Tonor BN700. Um, it's a. I, I don't know much about uh, microphone directionality, but this one has the thing where it points out the two sides of the mic instead of catching sound from the front of the mic or the tip. It uh, was $32, and it came with not just the mic, but the pop filter, and uh, adjustable arm, a nice XLR cable, and an adapter so I can plug it into the USB port of my computer. It, uh, it's a really sweet deal, and now I'm like a real person with a credit card and keys and everything. <laughs> a real person. <laughs> Uh, I think that mic, that, uh, if it's the one that you were telling me about that I looked up, it's a large diaphragm uh, condenser mic, so it's got a cardioid pattern on it. Um, the reason why it's got an open front and an open back is so um, it's kind of got like this noise cancellation that goes on uh, if it has an open back. So there should be somewhere on that mic that says like front or back written on it so you know which direction to point towards your face. Sounds complicated, but not too expensive. Where can I get this item? The internet. Are we sponsored today? Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, if they want to sponsor us and give us uh, everybody uh, one of those mics, yeah, we'll, we'll give them a sponsorship. If I you... mean, I'd probably do that, but we're not sponsored yet, damn it. You sellouts. <laughs> so, anywho, last time on Dungeons & Debacles podcast... You guys had gone to this red telling camp uh, where you met the prophet and he gave you a little bit of information about what they've been doing in the area. Um, you found out that they've been stirring up trouble between the half-orc tribes and the city of Ashfell. 
um, and they got, had gotten that idea from uh, your former, I wouldn't say traveling companion, probably just a hired gun uh, named Nifron. Um, he also told you a little bit about what he's seeing for your future. After that meeting, you talk to the barbarian Turin, who says he's going to take you to the Bonebreaker camp and be your guide. And he's not going to take no for an answer. Uh, everybody went to bed that night. And you were awoken in the middle of the night as Shane had popped upright screaming from a dream with that crazy knife in his hand. Uh, he gave the knife to Adel. And you woke up the next morning and he had the knife in his hand again. And you don't know how that happened. You didn't really investigate that because you noticed that everybody in the camp was up and there was a large commotion going on and there was a group of guards at the front of the camp saying that they were going to arrest everyone. The prophet had other plans for that and started giving them some lip and that's when Lunados jumped in with his uh, fantasy communist manifesto and uh, a fight ensued. Probably half the guards were killed in one turn by Alexander's lightning bolt, which was incredibly lucky that they were all lined up and fell through saving throws. I think it was Juliet that cast hold person on the captain. And probably the first time I've ever seen that spell work in a game, it worked in this one. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, because it never works. So he was paralyzed, and you proceeded to slaughter the rest of these guards. You're going to look around this camp, and you see carnage like you have not personally experienced before. There are bodies everywhere, and out of the 50 or more red talons in this camp, only six survived, including your guide, Turin. The grass and huts and shacks are still burning from the battle mage's fireball. There's a strong smell of wood smoke and burning flesh in the air, and the flies have begun to swarm, and a few crows have found some fresh meat. Cooked meat. Some of it's cooked, some of it's not, just depending on whether or not you were in the blast radius of that fireball. Everybody give me a perception check. Okay. 13. Alunidos, I'm, I'm just going to quit asking you to give me a perception check, because with a passive of 16... You're probably going to beat all the checks anyway. So uh, Lunados and um, Adel are going to see uh, Turin walking towards the back of this camp. And then he takes off running and stops abruptly looking down and screams. He's going to fall. He uh, falls to his knees and scoops up the body of his wife, Rilana. That's the woman you rescued from the cage outside of... Uh, town on that road. Uh, he rocks her for what seems to be about 10 minutes as he sobs, and then he gently lays her back down and composes himself before he stands up, collects his spear and shield, and begins walking toward you with a purpose. So uh, he's going to stop in front of you and wipe the tears from his eyes and says, We have business to be about. I suggest we gather what supplies we can salvage and leave before this Ashfell patrol is overdue and they send more. We don't have time to gather and burn the bodies. They're with ruin access now. They're not much more than meat. Let them feed the crows. Yes. And 
those who remain here can use the uh, horses that are still alive to move to a new camp. Yes, they'll take the the guards' weapons and horses as well. Unless you want to start looting through their stuff. I will. Okay. Uh, what, uh, perception or investigation or what? Uh, give me an investigation. Damn it. Ten! (laughs) (laughs) Nice. There you go. You like it, Kevin? Yeah. Get the result you're looking for? So, um, you're gonna go rooting through these, um, bodies of these guards, and you're gonna find, uh, a couple of lances, some, about five long swords, you're gonna find, uh, half plate armor and chain armor on these uh, corpses and on the captain you're going to find a uh, pretty nice long sword uh, you're also going to find 300 gold pieces on him sweet that's a lot of money do I know the uh, alright cool anything else uh, no, that's it. I mean, they've got some clothing, and they've got some provisions. Are any of their horses still alive? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Captain Phineas's horse is still alive. I'm gonna I'm try and tame it. And then the, uh, Battle Mage's, uh, horse is still alive, and, um, Bronze Scale's horse is still alive. Uh, which, which of the three horses, uh, looks to be in the best condition? Um, they all look untouched. Um, they didn't take any sort of uh, sword hits or arrow or crossbow fire. And also, you already have a horse. Yeah. Or Adel I can has sell a horse. a horse, though. Horses are expensive. Um, these are also... Worth a lot. These are also trained war horses. Exactly. Sure. Worth a shit ton. <laughs> um, yeah, but you might have trouble selling them. Yeah, they're kind of... Uh part of the guard. Somebody might see them and be like, oh, yeah, I recognize that horse. Stab! (laughs) Um, I recognize that stabbing. Stab! (laughs) Give me a uh, perception check. Alright. Oh, it's all ten. Eleven, wow. (laughs) We're getting better. better. Yeah, I'm getting to grow further than even before! Uh, yeah, the uh, to you they appear to be you know pretty stout horses, but there's um, nothing really out of the ordinary about them. Cool, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take off their saddles and uh, like attach them in like a three, like in a, in a piece of rope and we'll, like link them up. Uh, okay, so That's you're the taking one. the uh, saddles off. Yeah, make them lighter, and people won't like be like, those horses are stolen. <laughs> okay, so you're going to take uh, the saddle off, and you're going to see a brand, small brand and mark of a volcano under, on right. its back. So it's been branded. It. I can fix that. Can I use healing work? Can I use my, uh, my healing spell? Cure wounds or whatever it's called? Um, that wouldn't help you with a brand. This is a old, old scar that's already healed. Hmm. Looks like we're gonna have to burn these off. That's a or, terrible, terrible idea. How's that a terrible idea? Or we could let the villagers have the horses so they can get away faster and not yeah, die. Yeah, this is an evil campaign. 
and I will not stand for such evil for such. means that we're evil not that we don't care about other evil people what's an evil campaign here he's talking nonsense Adel I want to stab you they are fellow servants of ruin they can take they've suffered they great loss uh huh and they're not going to be much help if, they, if we've got stolen horses that's why that's why and I would recommend prison. maybe trading your riding horse for one of these war horses. That way they can have horses too. Sure. Fine. They can have my horse. The rest are mine though. They can get a cart. They'll be alright. Start a convoy. Does that make you rubber ducky? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Editor's note. <laughs> convoy was a popular movie in the 1970s starring Chris Christopherson. About truck drivers. Oh, uh, I've heard I've heard the song, but Jerry never Reed. the actual movie. It's not, you, well, nobody movie. else can do a truck driving song except for Jerry Reed. I think there's like a long we got a contract. Convoy, ain't she a beautiful sight? They got a great big convoy running through the night. I used to play that while I played Mad Max, the, the game. Uh, speaking of game, I think we're supposed to be in one. I don't know about that. Anyway, these horses are mine. I saddle up the captain's horse. Okay. If you get in trouble from those brands, that's on you. Adel. I'm perfectly fine with that. Maybe put a large blanket over the uh, under the saddle. I uh, why? to cover perhaps the brand. Depends on sure where the brand, the brand is. Brand is already covered by the saddle. Because I, I I undid the saddle. And then I saw the brand, so I'm pretty sure that's... Where, where that's is fine. the brand located? <laughs> like in the middle of the top of the back, I believe? Yes. Where the saddle is located and hiding the brand? Okay, then. So long as we don't stay the night in town, that would be fine. Yeah. Yeah, probably wouldn't be the best idea to, like, stable that thing. I would be. You, I would just put a band-aid over it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy Band-Aid. Yeah, Fantasy Band-Aid. Uh, do... Um... So what are we doing now? Uh, what do you mean? Do, uh, God damn it. Juliet and, uh... Alexander, do you also want nice, well-trained war horses? Or are you content with your riding horses? I think Juliet uh, actually has a war horse. I do, because that's the only thing I would fit on. <laughs> I'm content with my horse. I don't need another one. All right, so um, Adel, you're giving chimney to one of these uh, uh, red talons, and you're taking this uh, um, the captain's war horse. Correct. Okay, uh, this horse is kind of it's uh, it's gray, it's white with gray spots. I'll, I'll call him Captain. Okay. Nice. That way I can always remember. Make sure that uh, makes it to the wiki. Yeah. Alright, so um, Turin's going to take one of these uh, war horses as well. Uh, says who? Says him. What about that? Would you like to have that discussion? Yeah, I would. Okay, well, he's... What are you doing with my horse? It's oh. my horse now, Hellspawn prove it and he's gonna pull out his spear 
And he says, oh, who okay. do I need to prove it to? It's... You? Yes. Yes, indeed. Lunadas is going to put his hand on Adel's shoulder and say, his wife just died. Please stop. Mm-hmm. So he's going to start walking I'll, up to you. Are you I'll on make your sure horse? they're reunited. You say that and turn spits at you and says, you're going to regret those words, you half-breed devil fucker. And then he's going to pull up his shield and raise the spear. Talia, take note. This is how men discuss things. Yeah, I've noticed. Uh, can I use charm person on Adel? <laughs> uh, you can. Hell yeah, do it! <laughs> Perhaps, Juliet, can you stop this? I don't know. I don't have a charm person. My charm is with blowing up stuff. You also have hold one. I do have hold person. If I had spells lost. Just used it. Exactly. Darn. So are you casting charm personally, or am I going to throw down? I'd really rather avoid a fight, you know, when there's a guard, a, a, a team of people that know that these people are out here and they're probably going to start looking for him soon. And like, is it really necessary to keep fighting? What's another dead body in a field? I'm just saying. He's Did you say that out loud? Most... Yes. Okay, he said, well, the body's going to be yours if you don't shut your mouth, Elspawn. Prove it. Okay, are you on your horse? Uh, I'm going... I'm going to jump off my horse and try to drive my sword into him. Okay. After I say prove it. Roll initiative. I'd like to join this combat as well. There we are. 15. Ooh, that's not too good. Isn't isn't this the guy who's supposed to show us where to go? Yep. Can we not body. kill him? Wouldn't that be nah. nice? I'm going to try I'll my best. To death. I'll break his legs, and then you can carry him on at your back. I'm planning on attacking <laughs> Adel. I don't know about you guys. Okay, so if everybody could place your characters uh, on the map. You mind your own damn business. What is that, 20? That's my initiative. Oh, shit. Whenever there was a dunking that needed to be done. Are you guys going to kill me? I don't know. I was planning on using non-lethal force. I was planning on Why? charming person and telling you to, to shut the fuck up, sit the fuck down, and stop it. That sounds great. Do it. Do it. So what's happening, Kev? Uh, uh, hold on, I'm getting ready to roll initiative. Ooh, that's hot. Uh, put yourself in the turn order. Oh. If you're going to fight him. Because he's coming to fight you. And he's just mad enough that he may just try to kill you. Hold up, I'm trying to like do the thing. I rolled a 15, but it's not. Roll the initiative, click on your guy again, roll the initiative, and then click on the number, and... There you I go. It. It's a one. Okay, is everybody in that's getting in? I believe so. There we go. Alright, so, um... Uh, you have a 25. I'll Don't I get my, like, surprise attack, though? How do you get a there surprise attack? surprising about it. But I, like, jumped down from my horse and, like, stabbed, attempted to stab him with my sword. Uh, he was coming right at you. And how did you go from a 1 to a 16? Because he had already rolled the roll. Okay. If you scroll up, you can, you can obviously see. I just didn't have my character clicked on, you goof. Yeah, that's what you want to be doing is insulting the DM right now. <laughs> yeah, a goof. 
Boo-hoo. What are you, my grandmother? Technically, your initiative is 15. Just like to note that. That's with the six. That's, it was originally a 17, but I got the minus one, making you 16. I'm looking at this roll. It says 16 minus one. I'm just... Mm-hmm. That's I'm with ma- minus one. If you hover over it, it'll say 17 minus one. I'm hovering over it. It says 16 minus one. Confirmed with the random dice roller thing as well. Um, no, it's... it's. Am I- is my screen different than yours? Maybe? It might yeah, be, because mine says 17 plus a negative one. one. Did you guys see the original initiatives roll? Not the one that is at the bottom? Oh, yes, you're the right. The one that he, he made first. That is, it's, <laughs> it's irrelevant to the combat, but I'd like, I would like to point out that your original initiative roll was a 50. It is yep. not. It is. Roll up, scroll up further. Oh, it is. I got confused with the one number there doesn't make a huge difference but all right so uh alunados uh you are going to see turin grab his shield and spear and start walking towards adel adel's going to jump down off his horse so you're going first here uh Lunadas plants himself in front of Adel and says, Stop. Stop this nonsense. We have a higher mission. He is our ally. Don't be a damned fool. Just be damned. And that's... Uh, do I respond or like, do I have to wait till my turn? Yeah, you can respond. Um, let me, let me think. You're gonna let this lesser folk talk down to I. Edel Belmont. I thought you were on my side. I am a servant of ruin. Not on your side. He is a fellow servant of ruin. He is taking us to one of the artifacts of the saviors so that we can rescue ruin from her fucking immortal unjust prison. Stop attacking our ally. You could even call him that. Uh, And then I believe I, I think that'll pretty much I think that that would wrap it up. All right, Talia, you're up. I'm just trying to figure out how Charmed Person works. Basically, the spell, Adel has to make a will save, and if he succeeds, he's fine. A will save? I believe it's a wisdom save, excuse me. Oh, okay. Uh, Then you, once he is Charmed, he is considered a friendly object to you, and I think you have advantage on roles that uh, involve persuading him. So it wouldn't it wouldn't make me be able to just be like stop it. It would be it would be significantly easier, I imagine. And this would be DM ruling. There would not be like opposed like persuasion because I mean you can't really affect a player character's free will with a persuasion rule. It's very true. Really? Alright, fair enough. Plus um, dominate person. Oh hell yeah, dog. <laughs> um, I'm going to walk up to where Turin is and uh, cast Fog Cloud. And then I'm going to say uh, to Turin, um, Turin, he's an idiot. I'm so sorry. Um, grab a horse and and we can all get out of here without bloodshed. Yes, he's an idiot, obviously, but he's not the leader of this group. And I don't take orders from him. He needs to be put in his place right now before we set off on this journey. And he gives us lip for the rest of it. Can't really argue with that. He does kind of need to be... But just don't kill him, maybe? It's just a request. 
so he's going to push uh, push you to the side. Adel, you're up. That box is way bigger, isn't it? Blank! <laughs> I don't think Blank uh, I don't think that counts as Blank. No, yeah, I'm I'm not on your side, dude. Why? Because you're being an why. idiot, and we don't need to do this fight. It's unnecessary. I disagree. All fights are necessary. Keep in mind your attacks are disadvantaged because of the fog cloud. Are they? Well, fog yep. cloud poses the blinded condition, which gives you disadvantage. And uh, he hasn't acted yet, so he hasn't moved. You know where he is, but uh, and that's a critical fail too. If I if I know where he is, though, wouldn't that? That like... doesn't matter. That she took her well, action. She casted fog cloud. Therefore, you're blinded. So it's disadvantage. Yeah, if you or him move, then you guys have no idea where you are in the fog cloud compared cool. to. Cool. I'm just gonna. All right. I'm gonna do my. I'm well, gonna miss yeah. that one attack. We well, have uh, to roll on the critical fail chart first. Okay. Because who knows? You might be slowed. Like that guy on the horse. Is he on a horse? No, no, 15. no. From the previous combat. <laughs> Flat-footed. Lose your movement until the end of your next turn. You cannot disengage, and any advantages from total defense are lost. From total defense? Yep. Alright, I'm just... Uh, I'm gonna draw my sword and ready for him to attack, and it's like, do a parry attack, I guess. Huh? You've already taken I, I one attack. I wait for him to attack me, block it, and then attempt to attack him. That uh, takes an action. You've already used your action to make an attack action. So I have you can two. Use, yes, I have you can two use your second action. You can use your second attack action now, but preparing an action requires you to take the action as a whole, only to make one attack. Plus, you're not it a sucks. battle master, so you don't have parry. Uh, I thought you could like ready an action, though, can't you? Yes, that takes an action. I just I use my action to do that then. So you have used your action to attack. You haven't used your action to ready. I have two extra attacks, though. My, I, don't I get another attack action? Could no, that's that that's not two actions. An action is your attack, and you have two attacks per action. All right, I guess I'll try and hit him again. Uh, this time with a uh, war pick. Uh, don't forget to roll for disadvantage. I won't. That's that's a twenty-three altogether, and this one is a twenty-one. So twenty-one to hit. Okay, uh, what's your damage? Uh, 1d8, hold up. I, god damn it. Five! Alright. Five damage. Um, I have my, uh, my shield drawn, by the way. So I, I was hitting with my war pick! Alright, next up is Juliet. Alright. Juliet is going to, uh counter halberd on the floor and use prestidigitation to do almost a Gandalf-like increase of voice. Beetle, stop this foolishness. You're at my command and you will submit. I'm slave to no one but the hell knights I pledge to. Alright, anything else you want to do, Juliet? Nope, that's it. Alright, so um, turns up next and uh you slide, uh, hit him with that war pick, and he's going to laugh at you. And then he's going to take his spear and stabby stab you. With disadvantage, I assume. Yep. Yes. 
So that first attack is a 19. Miss. Nice. And the next attack is... Oh, oh. so that was with disadvantage, so... Uh, all right, so the next attack, uh, first one's a 22. And the next one is a 27 crit. So you'll take the 22 for... T- does he get three attack actions? No, oh, he's, no, he's rolling for disadvantage. Yeah, so mm. that's uh, eight damage. Okay. Uh, next up is Lenardos. Keep in mind, casting spells on him is now impossible unless you're right next to him because you cannot see. Okay. Oh, nope, I you said eight damage, right? Yes, eight. Okay. All right. <clears throat> God damn it, or. Let's see, what's an appropriate curse for Ruin? Ruin's dirt, fiery breath. You dirty Stop bastard. This idol. <laughs> you could say bastard. True, you are a bastard. I, I am. And it infuriates my character. <laughs> and so Lunadas is going to flank Adel. Come on, you can't actually see where he is in the fog cloud. You can only yeah, exactly. See. Oh. So you just like... Yeah, no, it goes, really it goes always. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, but... Let's see. Can hear can hear the attacks. We knows he's next to what's his nuts. Yeah, you could like you're not sure though. I mean, he can move. Like he me. can move towards the sounds. It's just wherever he goes, he's going to get a disadvantage on that attack. Yeah. Um, and I have enough. I think that I could figure it out. So, with enough movement, could I reasonably expect to find and flank Adel? This way, Kevin. Um, I would give me a intelligence check. Eleven. Um, I'm gonna say that you're close to him, but you're not flanking him. Okay. So I'm gonna place you right there. All right, sounds good. So first attack. Because the issue with this is, is you might be able to find him, but you might not know where he is in relationship to Turin. Yeah, that makes sense. Alright, first attack with disadvantage is a 12. It's gonna miss. Second one is a 17, which I believe also misses. Yep. Uh, Next up is Talia. I am going to... First, um, what are the wind conditions? Good question. Give me, up there enough to blow it away. Give me uh, odds or evens. Um, like roll? No, just say odd or even. Odds. Alright, uh, it's even. So, uh, winds are a little gusty, and you notice that your fogs move it a little bit. But, uh, where you are right now, you would say it would probably take, like, maybe five or six turns for the the cloud to be pushed away from you. Okay. Um, in that case, I am going to use... You can simply drop concentration on it and it'll dissipate. Oh, no, I want it to stay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Having people not hit each other and be able to kill each other, super important, because I don't want Turin or Adel to die. Like, I, you know, would like to not have people die. It'd be nice. Um, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion um, towards the outside of the fog cloud. Uh, 
and have it do um, like a sound or like maybe not towards the outside but like like there-ish make it sound like uh, footsteps uh okay and then I'm going to walk towards Juliet uh north okay I don't know where you're going with this but uh sure is that the end of your turn I'm I'm really hoping that uh because of disadvantage it will sound like footsteps over there the goal is for them to think that people are where they're not interesting wouldn't that trick everybody though yep that's fine (laughs) alright next up is Adel uh one sec I'm looking up a spell uh just make sure it's not a single target where you actually have to see them oh no it's uh okay good alright good 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 I'm going to cast shield of faith on myself which is a bonus action and I get plus two to my uh no shield of faith uh, not a bonus action that's an action I'm looking at it right now. It's yeah, bonus, bonus action. action. One bonus action. Oh, okay. I used it wrong in your battle then. Fight the dragon? Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to attempt to hit him again with my war pick. Uh, that's a natural 20, but I assume uh, I've disadvantaged Yep. Him. And that is a 9. So that'll miss. Uh, and then I gotta do my other attack. 14. Uh, that'll miss. You know, you have to roll the 19, but uh, the 19, so I got the 14. Yep, so that's uh, that two swishers. Cool. Uh, I believe that's the end of my turn. Juliet, you're up. Juliet is going to test detect magic, so she'll be able to focus next round and figure out exactly who is where based on their magic items. Oh, crafty. Nice. I don't think I have any, though, do I? Uh, you're wearing that helmet. Your helmet. Oh, shit, I am. What does my helmet do it again? Didn't write it down. It I lets you take you. damage for someone else. Oh, that sounds terrible. Uh, yeah, that's it for Juliet. All right, turns up. So that's a 21 and a 24. Does the 21 hit? The 21 misses. All right. And the next attack, that's a 18 and a 10. Not a miss. Both of those miss. Oh, Linnidosh, you're up. Kind of like the idea of all of us just sort of flailing around like mad in the fog with like six (gasps) attacks per turn. (laughs) Yeah, it's very Batman. (laughs) Uh, Linnidosh gets uh, 14 on his first attack. That's going to miss. 21, that might hit. Miss. That is barely a miss. Ooh. Okay, and that does it for Alunidas. Or wait, so um... Like... Go ahead, go on. No, go on. Um... Let's see. He'll, get, he'll take another stab at trying to flank. I assume another intelligence check is in order. Yep. That is what I assume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty a... good, dude. Crit fail. Roll on that crit fail table for intelligence. Does he, is he going to think Talia's mean? <laughs> he he sprained make... his brain. Yeah. <laughs> ah, brain freeze. I thunk it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Talia, you're up. Trying to think. Can I use disguise self to try to look like uh, Turin? 
Uh, you know everybody's blind right now on this cloud. Yeah. You can, well, like, yeah, but the cloud is... Voice, though. Uh, I... I'm pretty sure that's how Disguise Self works, if I remember correctly. What? Uh, you can imitate uh, voices as well. No. Yeah, but the, does she have to be able to see him to be able to disguise herself as him? No, um, I, it, it doesn't have to be visible. So, like, if I know what he looks like, I can redo it, but I don't think it goes to uh, voice. Then no, that would be pointless. That would be pointless. Unless you dropped the fog cloud. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, speaking of which, does that illusion take concentration? Because you're gonna have to drop one of those. No, it doesn't. It, it's it's just an action. It's just an action. Surprisingly. Cool. Yeah, I'll go ahead and um, disguise myself at, to look as close to turn as I can remember, and then drop the fog cloud. So let's see. It Put another say- turn token. <laughs> that makes up real good. All right. Is that it? Uh, I'm I'm going to. Yeah, that's it. I'm just gonna be right there and look like Turin and see how much that confuses Adel. Uh, I assume I can like make a a check to find out which is which. It's an intelligence investigation check. Yep. And gonna... it takes one of your action. It takes your action. Uh, I guess. Mm. But once you dis- discern it, you are able to tell for the rest of the spell, basically. Probably a good idea. Or you know what? I'll just stick to the one that's closest to me. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move, and then I'm going to attack. Turn. That's a uh, 18. Uh, that'll hit. That's six damage. I'm gonna whittle this bastard down. Good luck. He's got damage reduction. I know he does. <laughs> All right. Uh, next attack. I believe he is saying Juliet before he's might cut off. Yeah, sounds about right. But yeah, it also sounds attack. like his. You get two attacks, Adel. Oh right. Oh yeah. Seven. That was almost a twenty. Yep. It's good. <laughs> How was that almost a twenty? You can see the little dice roll, the little roller thing, and it like it bounced on the top of the screen and went to two instead of twenty. Oh, oh yeah, the virtual dice thing. I gotcha. It makes it feel better. All right, next up is Juliet. All right, Juliet prepares herself for humiliation as she pulls out a tart filled with cream and a feather, because Natasha's hideous laughter spell has those as material components. It was so delicious. It's a clown. So she smashes it into her face and waves it around, waves the feather around as though if she were tickling Adel and casts Tasha Sidious laughter on him. He must make a wisdom save. Or wisdom, yeah. AC is 13. Working on it. 19. Nice. <laughs> That's and another I'm one of those spells I've never seen land. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there are, some of those just, like, happen, you know what I mean? A creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. Well. <laughs> All right, is that it for you, Juliet? Yep, that's it. Turin's first attack's at 14, and the second one's 21. Those are both going to miss. Correct, you are. All right, Lunidas. Oh, I see how it is. Fuck yeah. What, what, come on, Lunidas. That's not cool. Did you call him a Lunidas? 
Yeah, Luna nuts. Of course I did. Why are you trying to make start shit, Kevin? Um, at this point, Kevin is continuing shit. Just wanted my do. I got hit with a goddamn lightning bolt. I deserve a few horses. Holy shit. 25. Uh, that, I'm afraid that will hit. Okay, so that's... It is an unnatural 20, though, so... Yes, it is an unnatural 20. Alright, so that's uh, 8 damage from his first hit. Um, hold on. Before that second hit, Adel, you need to make a concentration check or drop Shield of Faith. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be fine. That? The DC is going to be 10. It's just a constitution check. See? I'm not sure, actually. I believe so... Uh, should I look up how that works? I'm looking it up right now. Da, 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 da. Okay. DC 10, make a constitution saving throw. So yeah, saving throw. You should be fine. Uh, a con check. Alright. Is that just any time you get hit ten. while concentrating? Yep. Do I any need to get a 10 or higher? 10 or higher, yep. Yeah, you're needs to be. I got a 10! Alright, and his uh, second attack is going to be a 23 to hit. That barely hits. All right. For nine more damage, would that be another uh, con save? Yes. Anytime he takes damage. So I would assume so. Hold up. Let me uh, let me do the math on the damage. You did nine and eight, correct? Yes. Yep. Seventeen total. It's a uh, non-lethal damage. I'm trying to knock you out, but do, does it? I assume it still brings my hit points down, though, right? Yes, yes. It's just that instead of killing you if you go to zero, it knocks you out if you go to zero. Ah, uh, but what if he, like, gets the last blow? <laughs> oh, then you, then you die. I mean, yeah, or it sounds about right. I believe I have to make death saves. You might, yes. Well, no, you will if he does that. And he can keep attacking you if you're on the ground, so just... Cool. I'm sure the party will straight down, I should do him, Hellish Rebukes soon. That might be a good idea, actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you finishing Leonard Oss? Uh, no. Going to uh, do Flurry of Blows. Fucking Spending a chi point. Oh, that's a crit. One of them is a crit. If you had it, oh, you do have advantage. Fuck! <laughs> Why can't you leave table. me alone, you dirty monks? We're all on that crit table, Leonard Oss. Monks are so goddamn busted. 12. Uh, fleet of foot. You can quickly attack your opponent and can shift up to your movement even if you've already used your move action. If another creature is within your movement, you can make a basic melee attack on that creature. Okay, so it sounds like I get a free basic melee attack out of that? Yep. 19. I believe that misses. Yep. Alright, and the second flurry of blows hit. 25. 10 more damage. Don't forget those constitutions they hit, by the way. I believe I'm going to do three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and another constitution. Oops. Whoa. And another constitution save um, against being stunned. So I need four in total. Yes. Do the ones for concentration against the shield of faith first, and then do the stun one. I think that would be best. I guess. Uh, so I just do one, I assume? You took what, damage for the twice. of blows? Well, you took damage from my second uh, regular attack, and then you took damage from my uh, first flurry of blows. And depending on if you... Well, no, then you took damage from my second flurry of blows, but not the bonus strike I got in the middle. And uh, then, let's see. So a total of four. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to roll four con checks. First three as the concentration, and 
this last one is, so we understand which one is which. Turn one, 18, that, 13. Nice. Last one and then one more, right? Yes. Yep. That hey! <laughs> yep, that uh, beats my 13 uh, DC, yes. <laughs> so you are not. Fuck yeah! But you took, damn. I did. 17 uh, plus 14 I, is 31. And 41 total damage this turn. 41 total damage. No, I'm no, knocked no. unconscious. No, no, no. Additionally, oh. oh, for this turn, did you already subtract? I already did the 17. Yeah, he already took the 17 damage, so you're going to take an additional 24 damage. That's it. Yes. Fucking dick. 24 on top of the 17 for a total of 41 this turn. <laughs> Goddamn glass cannons. <laughs> yep. Uh, how much damage? It's going to total be 41 of 41. damage from whatever you 41. Uh, minus, alright. So 24, alright. What's with the uh, cross on him? Is he unconscious? I, th- I thought he did. He take how much damage did he take total? Forty-one. Okay, 41. so he had thirty-five hit points, so he's down. Okay. Oh, no, I no, I already counted the the uh, seventeen that I originally took, and then he got like then he did a fury of blows. No, that thirty-five is from yeah. the last uh, last uh, um, attacker. Oh, the last battle. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Cause I, I we, we did this right after. We didn't take any rest or anything. So I thought I used like my healing points because I got hit by a fucking lightning bolt, and I was like, I need to heal. Uh, you right. started this. Started this with what you had. Fair enough. I guess I'm down then. Which I don't know what I was originally at. Uh, you were originally at 58. He did 41. And then, I, what's his name, I think did a little bit of damage. So I'm knocked out. Yep. Yes, you are. You fucking shitheads. Uh, Talia, you're up. I want to beat the shit out of him, too. Oh, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, drop my disguise and say, you know, hey, Turin, now that he's knocked unconscious, can we just tie him to a horse and get going? What if he just kills me outright, though? Oh, uh, Turin's That's not listening at this point. He's he's enraged. Exactly. What? I'm su- I wouldn't be surprised if the barbarian went into a shark-like rage and just killed me, huh? Mm-hmm. Might happen. I mean, it could. That's probably happening when you prob- cross an axis. Probably. I mean, maybe yes. if like some some people would have minded their own damn business. Yeah, you know, why would you go into this guy's business? I don't know. You went into crazy. my pee biz. Hey, look, personal... I, I gave myself a fucking cream pie in the face just for you. Uh, <laughs> that's what we... she said. I know, that's why I said it. Um, you can stop now. <laughs> I just get faster. All right, is that uh, all you're doing, Talia? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to attempt to make things end here. Maybe if if the monk wouldn't have been the friggin' diggin'. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Adel, you don't get a turn, so Juliet, you're up. Someone better do something before he murders me. If so, I'll just make a new character. Julia is going to do nothing. This is an honorable battle. She tried her best to stop it. Bull! Shit! <laughs> now you know how Tivit felt when Vito sat out, bitch. Fair enough. But I didn't say it was a fair battle. 
She didn't say it was a Plus, fair battle. Vito was, Vito was a dumbass. He was not a bright. Uh, in Adelie's bright. <laughs> and I'm dead. All right, so next up is turn. He is going to come up, and he is going to kick you in the ribs twice. Okay. What does that do? Uh, it's still an attack. Yeah, it's two attacks. Both are still at advantage, but... Huh, wonder why. Wonder why they're at advantage. Um, so, coup de gras? Uh, yeah, plus your spell's down, so you don't get the hit, uh, the bonus. So the first attack I know. is uh, 22 for 7 damage. And so that's an automatic uh, death saving throw fail. Seven damage? Really? Well, it doesn't matter what the damage is. He just attacked you. And since oh, okay. you're unconscious, it's an automatic fail. Uh, the All second right, attack is down. a 24, so that's two uh, two fails. Well, I'm dead. You're not dead yet. You still have one left. No. Pretty sure that's not... Isn't that... Don't, if you get two, it's over? Three. If you get three... Oh, okay. Let's see fails either. It's over. In my table, it's two. <laughs> All right, uh, Lunadosh, you're up. So, not going to get in his way, not going to touch him, just going to try and calm Turin down. Uh, you don't have to kill him. Maybe we can reason with him when he wakes up and just strip him of his armor and his weapons, tie him up, and put him in the cart. And, and that will be it for Lunadosh's turn. So, uh, Turin's going to turn to you and he says, He's defeated. And you stole my honor from me by getting in this fight and taking him down when it should have been me. Bah! And then he is going to turn around and walk off. I'm going to go grab some sweet tea. I'll be right back. Oh, uh, well, you're not out of the woods yet, man. <laughs> I mean, probably not. Uh, you are literally the only one who can save Adol unless he makes a death saving throw. You can go up to him and make a medicine check. That's probably the only way he's going to survive, assuming he doesn't get really lucky. Do I have to? No, I'm kidding. All right, I'll go up to him. <laughs> that's, that's all you. Now that's the spirit. A two. I failed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hell yeah. What's this weird pussy? Oh, it's gross. I'm not doing this. <laughs> It'll, it's all I'm, up to this D20. I am an right orphaned. <laughs> I am. I'm an orphaned. Girl, I, need three leeches. I know nothing. Let's wrap him in filthy rags. That'll do something, right? That's how we always did on the street. Spit on it. Rub some dirt on it. All right, Sleep. Adel. I need a. Body a uh, heal naturally. You need what? Uh, I need a uh, you to roll a d20. Uh, do I get a bonus or anything? Nope. nope. It's just a d20. I'm, I thought you get like your con bonus though. Nope. It's a death saving throw. It's literally just a d20. All right, fine. Ten or above. Ooh, eleven. Nice. <laughs> uh, you've got uh, two more to make if nobody heals you. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, next up's Juliet. I'm good. Poke me with a stick, you dumbass. All right, you Poke want me, me to nine. Hit you make with sure a I'm stick, alive. I will. <laughs> I'm gonna poison this guy when he goes to sleep. <laughs> uh, you know what? Juliet's gonna walk over to turn and comfort him. Are you serious? He just lost his wife, man. I got shot with a lightning bolt today. Well, and beaten to death. Than others. I don't know what to say. I might be dead. It's um, feeling so more and more like I'm dead. Turin's gonna to turn, uh, turn to Juliet and say, we don't have time for this. We need to get on the road. Juliet, no, that's it for Juliet. 
you guys just tie a rope to me to a horse and then I drag me all the way there. Cuckoo, <laughs> cuckoo. Honey is back in the city. A lot of potholes on this road, aren't there? <laughs> all right. Um, Lunadas is conflicted. I don't. I would not say conflicted. I would say you're like, hey, I'll beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he didn't try to kill you. He's conflicted about saving you. <laughs> um, he's just going to start stripping you of your arms and armor, and if you Holy die, shit. you are not fucking brutal, man. Well, he he was he, he was he was the bad guy in this situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, duh. This is an evil campaign, isn't it? <laughs> Lunadas yeah. is doing the evil thing. We're supposed to all be the bad guys. Let's well, do this, here, here's man. Here's the thing: you just declared your allegiance to your lord and no one else, which means you I mean, explicitly said you don't follow Runaxis, which is a problem, I imagine. Nah, Runaxis uh, and like my lord are pretty tight, actually. Is that uh, your lord? No, are? that's not the case. I would think so. Oh. One wants chaos for the world. One wants chaos for the world. What's the difference? One wants to destroy the entire world. The other one probably wants to corrupt it. It's probably two separate things, and they may not even be on the same side. They may just be very selfish about destroying. And there's not a lot of alliances in the hells. I would disagree. I would think there'd be a lot of those. Uh, no, they're all constantly battling for power because they're chaotic. Now, if your patron was a devil, that would be something different because they're lawful. Pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a devil. I'm pretty sure that's why I picked uh, lawful neutral. Or, You're lawful. lawful. Evil. <laughs> You're lawful. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you yeah. That's why it's hellswarm. hellswarm. Lawful does not mean you follow the law. It means you follow a law. Okay. Currently, he has done a decent job of maintaining a solid character with a set of. I have to say that. In your That's opinion. true. Yeah. That's true. I ab- he abides to his own laws. All right. Okay. In, either way, all he's doing is stripping arms and armor, not uh, trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is interrupting. Hold on. It's... All right. So Alunados is is starting to strip Adel of his arms and armor. Yep. That's it. All right, Talia. I guess I'm the only person who's going to keep trying medicine. And I fail again. Sorry. Jesus fucking grace. <laughs> I love it. So around this time, you're going to see Alexander, who's been watching this whole thing, sitting beside one of these huts, cleaning his flute. And he's going to get up and walk over here and say, for fuck's sake. And uh, he's going to cast Healing Word on Adel. And he's going to say, Adel, I hope you learned your fucking lesson. Am I conscious? Oh yeah, you're conscious. I spit out the blood in my mouth and say, you trading bastards, you traitor bastards. And then I just like lay on my side, try not to drown in my own blood. I'm going to cast my healing spell on me. You're just going to lay there touching yourself? You know it, baby. I'm pretty much just going to put my hand on my ribs and it's going to glow a nice red. Uh, Isn't it what? Like... Let me hold up. Should be five times your level. Yeah, it should be 25 total. All right, I'm going to do that. I'm going to max the fuck out. Can I have my stuff back now? Does I anyone answer up, me uh, while I lay on my When side? you learn to behave, maybe. I'll kill you one day. 
I say, I say, I, I say. That's a I distinct possibility. Coughing, and then I cough. <coughs> I ask for a stick to walk. And Lunardas is just going to go start, you know, harnessing his carnivores. Buttercup. Uh, does anyone help me? No one? Sounds like a no. Alright. Then I guess I'll struggle to get up myself. You betrayed the law. I didn't betray the law. You guys betrayed me. No, you just got code redded. <laughs> what does that mean? It's where in the, uh, the armed services uh, where they uh, put a blanket around you in your bunk and then hold both sides down so you can't move and then beat the shit out of you with uh, soap inside towels or socks. Didn't that happen in Full Metal Jacket? Yep. Yeah, so that's what right. just happened to Adel, basically. Metaphorically. I, would, I don't know about that. Not cool. You guys, are, you guys are dickheads. Whoa, whoa, you're blaming us for this? Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Y'all could have stayed out of it. I would have had that asshole. Don't yeah, let's have. I did stay out of it. Yeah, let's have this discussion in character. Yeah. Why didn't you have my back, you bastards? You could have stayed out of it. I serve Ruin Axes first, not you. I spit blood on his shoes. Dex uh, save to see if he misses. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I think that's actually an attack roll for me. Is it? Because you're calling. Yes, so it's an improvised oh, range weapon. Huh? Improvised weapon? <laughs> and it's a ranged attack, so it'd uh, be a uh, Dex mod, not uh, strength. <laughs> so is this sixteen? Sixteen. Holy shit! Nice. <laughs> Still doesn't hit his AC. Yep. <laughs> totally missed. Monks. Goddamn monks. What's your um, power? Oh, I have the ability to have armor and hit really hard without having anything in my hands or on my body. Yep. <laughs> Alright, are we going to have a discussion about what just went down? Natalia had something to say. Oh yeah, I was I was going to look at Adel and say, you do shit like that and you're wondering why people can't wait to beat you up? I'd say you probably need to think about that. Fucking street urchins. At least I'm not a bastard. Damn. I, I try to le- I lean over and try to fucking grab her, but then I wail out in pain because my fucking lung is punctured. <laughs> to the only person who actually tried to help you. Yeah, and then called me a bastard. The one thing that infuriates me, remember? Infuriates my character. Yeah. You call him a bastard, he'll try. He'll freak the fuck out. Juliet's gonna walk over to Adel and say. Adel, we agreed that I was going to be a leader in some function for this party. You disobeyed me, and for that, you paid the price. I think you understand where we stand now. Here. Call yourself a leader? Juliet's going to offer Everyone her helper on their own. to sand. There's no stand command up. here. Juliet is going to offer her helper to you so you can stand up. I accept it begrudgingly. You're still a part of this team. And I think you're very valuable. I don't want you to die yet, so stick with us, and please try not to make any more mistakes in the future. I fall over. Juliet retreats her halberd and walks away. No, I, I like... Oh, you fall off to it. Okay, I gotcha. I, no, I literally just fall over because I grabbed it and then tried to like stand up on my own and fall to my fucking, on my ass. 
Oh, well. <laughs> wow, so uh, that went completely off the rails and not anywhere where I expected it to go. <laughs> not part of your system! That, I think, makes for a pretty good episode, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that kid anal is just unbelievable. It's almost it's like he's a show. broken person. Yeah, he's even more broken. Yeah, both physically and mentally. I'm not part of your system. You are now. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling size favor, give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. Do you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Show your mother how much you really care this Mother's Day by treating her to the Mother's Day brunch at the Silver Glade Inn. It only comes once a year, so why not treat the one who gave you life to a feast of epic proportions? Nothing says I love you like a Mother's Day all-you-can-eat buffet. Treat her to fresh, never-salted or magically preserved seafood from Bright Bay. Fish, clams, crabs, bacon, eggs, flapjacks, and so much more. All this in the elegant atmosphere of the Silver Glade Inn, located in the Government District of Kala. All this for only five gold. When you care enough to give your mom the very best. Silver Glade Inn. I feel like the way they would uh, also mate would be way different. You know what I mean? Well, they're half-elves, so I can't imagine it's that much different. Oh, half-elves? Never mind, then. No, no, there there are half-elves, is what he said. No, like, I mean, like, uh... Elves and humans get their freak on similarly, is what he's trying to tell you. No, no, that, I I understand that, but like when you live for seven hundred years, when cre- when creatures live like over seven hundred years, they usually mate a lot differently. Like think about like a Greenland shark. And what else does Greenland sharks mate with? <laughs> Other Greenland <laughs> sharks. It's just they they literally take like fifty years to reach maturity. So by the time they're seven hundred, they got some like real weird freaky stuff going on. I would I would assume taste so evolved. because like. I assume you'd get either really bored if you're doing it all the time or like you would just start getting into kinky shit. Yeah, they do really weird things with their super bushy eyebrows. I would I would also assume they're like bisexual because if you live for 500 I feel like if you live for 500 years you don't care anymore. <laughs> well, if, if any of that comes up in the script I'm reading, I'll make sure to add that in. <laughs> I'm just saying, dog, it's something to think about. Something to think about. All right. With that, I'm going to stop the recording. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, dog. Give me on that camera. I actually missed most of that. So, uh, expose all me. Oh, my God. <laughs> expose me, Kevin. I've been naughty. I'm not part of your system. The music you heard on this episode was Anguish. Dark Standoff, The Descent, and Crossing the Chasm by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.